Goodbye diets and hello sustainable health. I'm Elise, dietitian and nutritionist based in the Silicon Valley. I believe that we all deserve an effortless relationship with food without obsession. Let's talk about holiday treats today because we all know it's everywhere at this point and it is such a joy, but also it can be such a stressor. And I just remember back back in the day, years ago, I just felt like I couldn't stop eating holiday treats until it hurt. I remember those times when I would go home for college for the holidays and everywhere I looked, whether it was on the counter, in the pantry, in the fridge, in the freezer, there'd be something yummy, something sweet, something special and holiday themed. On the counter, there was always a bag of chocolate covered popcorn and there was always pumpkin pie laying around in the freezer there would be these mini sort of ice cream treats or just ice cream in general it just felt like everywhere I looked it was something I really liked and I wish it didn't exist I wish I could just will it away I remember being so stressed every holiday season because I hated having my favorite foods next to me now when I say that out loud it sounds a little bit funny right Isn't it such a privilege to have all of my favorite foods close by? Isn't it such a treat to be able to have those in my life? But instead, I hated my parents because it just felt too, too much to handle. And I I know a lot of you are feeling this way because a few of you have taken my free quiz. What kind of binge eater are you? And some of you guys have been DMing me on Instagram and it's just been such a joy getting to know you. And so many of you guys are telling me about eating sweets until it hurts. And this, if there's a better time to eat sweets right now, it's this because all the classics are out. All of the best ones are on the market right now. And I just know how it feels to wake up in the morning, see the pie on the counter and you're like, I'm just going to have pie this morning because why not? and I'm just going to eat pie instead of my regular breakfast. So you end up eating the pie, and then a few minutes later, you're like, oh my God, I haven't had something sweet in ages. I want something else. So then you open the fridge, and you see some leftover treat, and you're like, okay, great. In addition to my breakfast, I will have that. And then that's when the guilt starts creeping up on you. And I know for me, that's when my whole effort mindset really turns on where it's like, I told myself I was going to have one slice of pie for breakfast, but now I had one additional bite of something else. And well, now the day is gone. And then I just end up rummaging everything I've been thinking about from the counter to the pantry, to the fridge, to the freezer. By the time it's lunchtime, I feel so awful that the rest of the day I'm starving myself and thinking I'll just get back on track but inevitably I'll be hungry a few hours later and then the whole cycle just begins because I'm already off track in those moments I remember being in such despair thinking why can't I just be a normal eater why can't I just have a slice of pie and call it a day why do I end up like this and I would just feel so awful but the only real solution I saw was, okay, I'm just going to get back on track and eat my normal meals and not eat another single bite of anything sweet again. (laughs) But then the next day rolls around, I literally wake up, go downstairs, see the same damn pie, and then I eat the same damn pie and repeat the cycle. And I wonder to myself, why do I feel so helpless? 
All I'm trying to say is there is a reason why it feels so hopeless and it's because the solution to that problem or at least your current solution to that problem is not serving you. So I think for a lot of you, the solution is, okay, I will just stop eating pumpkin pie because I can't handle it. I cannot handle the sweet treat. I will just swear it off for the next day or for the next week. But what ends up happening is during this time of year where food is celebration and food is shared, you're going to have the pumpkin pie again and you're not going to feel okay about it. And then the effort mindset comes in. So your solution actually is causing you despair. Your solution is actually causing more stress and it's not actually solving the problem. And I will say the solution that I found that worked was not trying to control everything. This is going to sound so counterintuitive, but in the moment, right, when you swear pumpkin pie off for the rest of the day, you're trying to control the situation. You're trying to make up, you're trying to compensate, but what ends up happening is that you just feel worse and then it doesn't actually serve you. So in that moment, instead of saying I messed up or I shouldn't have done that or, you know, I need to stop eating this once and for all, let's think of the alternative. And the alternative is this principle in intuitive eating called make peace with food. The way I like to think about this is think about the French. This is an overgeneralization. The French, when you present them with bread and cheese and wine, I highly doubt a French person's going to devour the bread and cheese and wine as if they had never had it. <laughs> the French person, if they grew up in France and have eaten bread and cheese and wine most days of their life, they're going to take a few nibbles of the bread and cheese and wine and be like, great, I'm going to move on, enjoy the conversation, enjoy the experience. And that's precisely because they've never sworn off bread and cheese and wine. They have literally been exposed to that thing every single day of their life. And so if they take a few nibbles today, they're going to have it tomorrow. And if they, if they feel as if they're never going to have bread and cheese again, well, they might eat the whole thing today because scarcity usually triggers a more excitatory response. If you have restricted something in the past, the next time you have it, of course you're going to overdo it. That's normal. For the next 25 times, you're probably going to overdo that food because you haven't had it for two years. <laughs> so I grant you permission to overdo it, but that's really the first step to making peace with food is one at a time, allowing yourself to introduce something that you're uncomfortable with and not just swearing it off. So say you wake up in the morning, you start your day off with a piece of pie. Great. There's no reason to linger on it. Kind of check in with your body in that moment and feel the feels. Am I full? Was that a satisfying piece of pie? Did I only have three bites or like a sliver of pie because it feels so naughty? Well, if you had a tiny sliver of pie and you're still feeling hungry, then that wasn't enough. You need something else. So if you're going back down to the kitchen and, and searching for something else, genuinely, I think you're physically not satisfied. So it's okay to have something else, but you don't need to feel guilty about having something indulgent because that guilt is just going to cause you to say, F it, I'll just have everything I haven't been allowing myself. So instead, <laughs> be really rational if you can. Take a step back. If that sliver of pie wasn't filling enough, what can you eat in addition to it? That would be really filling and energizing. 
If that's another piece of pie, go for it. Cut yourself another piece of pie. If it's some eggs or something hot, go for it. Don't let that one piece of pie first thing in the morning deter you or let you go off into this guilt spiral. In summary, I want you to think about your current solution. What do you do when you feel like you quote unquote slipped up? Think about how that solution is helping you or not helping you. If it's not helping you, try to think about that intuitive eating principle, make peace with food and relinquishing that need to control, relinquishing the need to compensate by adding more rules. I know how uncomfortable it can feel this way of thinking, but if your solutions haven't worked up till this point, I'm going to tell you that that solution probably isn't your best solution. So if you want these tips written out for you step-by-step, the tips that I shared in this podcast episode, I am going to create a freebie download that you can basically download onto your computer that tells you exactly what to do in those moments where you're feeling like you slipped up. If you want the freebie, go onto my website, cravingfoodfreedom.com backslash podcast. It's the latest episode. So you can click that episode and you can download the freebie that will literally just list out all the tips I talked about in this podcast episode. So make sure you go do that. And thank you all for taking that quiz. It is so fun when one of you messages me on Instagram telling me what you got. A few of you got the emotional elephant. I know it's a controversial name. I really should take out the elephant. It just sounds so bad. I'm going to change that one day. I promise. I don't mean to call any of you elephants, but they're very cute. They're very emotional. They're very wise. So I love elephants, but I don't mean to, you know what I mean? A few of you also turned out to be a bird with no chill And at the heart of that one, guilt is what keeps you in that diet binge cycle, the guilt of eating, you know, and slipping up. So yeah, it was a good split between emotional elephant and a bird with no chill. So if you haven't taken that quiz already, it's super fun. You can go on to my website, cravingfoodfreedom.com backslash quiz, and you can take it there. Please DM me your results. I think it's so fun just getting to know you and getting a glimpse into your life. So don't be a stranger. I will talk to you all next week. Hope to see you then. And thank you for letting me into your ears today.